0: The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services rejects hundreds of misleading Medicare Advantage ads. A Senate committee evaluates the nominee to head the National Institutes of Health. And we preview what's next in the ongoing race for Speaker of the House. For the week of October 23rd, 2023, from Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., this is Health on the Hill, brought to you by Heart Health Strategies. I'm Matt Duckworth. Well, it was, uh, I told the conference, it was an honor to be their uh, speaker designee. Uh, but I felt it was important that we all, we all know, get an answer to the question if they wanted me to continue in that, um, in that role. And so we put the question to them, they made a different decision. Um, I told the conference that... I appreciate Kicking off this week's episode with news from Capitol Hill where the House of Representatives remains without a speaker following a closed-door Republican conference vote on Friday to drop Representative Jim Jordan, a Republican from Ohio who you just heard, as the party's nominee. Jordan was unable to secure the support necessary to be elected over the course of three failed floor votes last week. The House GOP is expected to meet on Monday to hear from the new candidates seeking the position, and to vote as early as Tuesday on its next speaker-designate. The members currently running for the position include House Majority Whip Tom Emmer of Minnesota, Republican Study Committee Chairman Kevin Hearn of Oklahoma, House Republican Vice Conference Chair Mike Johnson of Louisiana, Representative Pete Sessions of Texas, Representative Austin Scott of Georgia, Representative Byron Donalds of Florida, Representative Jack Bergman of Michigan, Representative Dan Muser of Pennsylvania, and Representative Gary Palmer of Alabama. The chamber has a significant agenda of items to tackle whenever a speaker is elected. The current continuing resolution funding the federal government expires on November 17th. Federal funding for community health centers and health workforce programs were also temporarily extended By the continuing resolution, both the Pandemic and All Hazards Preparedness Act and the President's Emergency Plan for AIDS Relief Program authorizations expired on September 30th, with only certain PAPA authorities temporarily extended by the continuing resolution. Sanders Today the committee considers the nomination of Dr. Monica Bertinoli to be the next director of the National Institute of Health and Dr. Bertinoli, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking on this job and going through this committee which I know must be stressful but again very personal. shifting to news from the Senate today um, yeah. for President Joe Biden's nominee to serve as the director of the National Institutes of Health, Dr. Monica Bertinoli declined to specify what steps she would take to lower drug prices during her confirmation hearing before the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions, or HELP Committee, last week. Committee Chairman Bernie Sanders, an independent from Vermont who caucuses with Senate Democrats, asked the nominee whether she would commit to reinstating and expanding the Reasonable Pricing Clause in NIH contracts. While Bertinoli agreed that taxpayers deserve a fair return on their investment, she did not explicitly commit to whether she would— or would not use the Reasonable Pricing Clause if confirmed. The HELP Committee is scheduled to vote on Bertinoli's nomination on Wednesday. The issue of um, building out and expanding the mental health care workforce is a crucially important issue. I hear about this all the time. Um, people who finally kind of break through the stigma and the the, the systemic challenges to say, okay, yes, I'm, I'm ready to get help, and then they face Long waiting lists, um, wait times that sometimes in Minnesota will reach to months. Sticking with the upper chamber today were Senators Alex Padilla, a Democrat from California, Tom Tillis, a Republican from North Carolina, Tina Smith, a Democrat from Minnesota who you just heard, and Joni Ernst, a Republican from Iowa, announced the launch of a new bipartisan mental health caucus last week. The 10-member caucus will focus on addressing health care workforce issues, raising awareness of the 988 Crisis Hotline, and effectively implementing the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. The other members of the caucus include Senators Cory Booker, a Democrat from New Jersey, Shelley Moore Capito, a Republican from West Virginia, Susan Collins, a Republican from Maine, John Fetterman, a Democrat from Pennsylvania, Amy Klobuchar, a Democrat from Minnesota, and Lisa Murkowski, a Republican from Alaska. Moving on today, where leadership of the House Education and Workforce Committee have weighed in on the Biden administration's proposed expansion of mental health parity requirements. The regulation builds on the Mental Health Parity and Addiction Equity Act by mandating that insurers analyze the outcomes of their coverage policies. In her comments submitted on the proposed rule, Committee Chair Virginia Fox, a Republican from North Carolina, argued that the regulation will, quote, Serve only to weaken parity compliance by giving prominence to bureaucratic reporting, paperwork, and audits. Unquote. Ranking Member Bobby Scott, a Democrat from Virginia, and Health Subcommittee Ranking Member Mark Desaunier, a Democrat from California, however, expressed support for the proposed rule and urged the administration to further limit the exceptions to the non quantitative treatment limitation requirements contemplated by the proposal. Dianne Feinstein, Butler announced her decision in a statement saying, quote, What kind of life I want to have, what kind of service I want to offer, and what kind of voice I want to bring forward. Her candidacy, candidacy would have added to an already crowded... Winding break. down today, where Senator Lafonza Butler, a Democrat from California who was recently sworn in, has confirmed that she will not run for a full Senate term in 2024. Butler, a labor leader and consultant, was recently appointed to fill the seat... Of the late diane feinstein senate majority leader chuck schumer confirmed last week that senator butler will take the late feinstein seat on the judiciary committee senator kirsten cinema an independent from arizona who caucuses with the democrats will take her place on the appropriations committee and senator mark kelly another democrat from arizona will fill her seat on the intelligence committee attention The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has officially authorized new benefits that Medicare Advantage plans may include. To get the benefits you deserve, you can call the Medicare Coverage Helpline. Final news today, where the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services rejected more than 300 misleading advertisements for Medicare Advantage plans in the lead-up to this year's open enrollment period. For the first time, and in response to complaints about Medicare Advantage ads, The agency reviewed more than 1,700 ads between May and September. Of the more than 250 ads submitted by third-party marketing organizations, 192 were rejected. Plans were permitted to start advertising on October 1st, ahead of open enrollment, which runs from October 15th through December 7th. The Senate Finance Committee convened a hearing on the subject of deceptive Medicare Advantage marketing practices on Wednesday and her testimony from the Ohio Department of Insurance, Security Health Plan, and Chapter, a technology-enabled Medicare and retirement navigation platform. The meeting will come to order. Welcome to the Ways and Means Committee organizing meeting for the 118th Congress. The Committee on Energy and Commerce will come to order. The chair recognizes herself for an opening statement. Um, and it's a pleasure to bring together the first meeting of the Finance Committee in the 118th Congress. Good morning. The Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions will come to order. All right. We, did it we end this each week's way. episode with a call to order, where we lightning round congressional meetings and hearings in the near future that you need to know about. First, on Tuesday, October 24th at 10 a.m., the House Oversight and Accountability Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic holds the hearing Reforming the WHO, Ensuring Global Health Security and Accountability. Second, on Wednesday, October 25th at 10 a.m., the Senate Health, Education, Labor and Pensions or HELP Committee convenes an executive session to consider the nomination of Monica Bertinoli to be the Director of the National Institutes of Health. Third, on Wednesday, October 25th at 2 p.m., the House Energy and Commerce Subcommittee on Health gavels in a hearing titled, Supporting Access to Long-Term Care Services and Supports, An Examination of the Impacts of Proposed Regulations on Workforce and Access to Care. Fourth, on Wednesday, October 25th at 3.30 p.m., the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee hosts the hearing, VA Accountability and Transparency, a cornerstone of quality care and benefits for veterans. Fifth, on Thursday, October 26th at 10 a.m., the Senate Special Committee on Aging holds a hearing entitled, Unlocking Hope, Access to Therapies for People with Rare, Progressive, and Serious Diseases. And last, on Friday, October 27th at 9 a.m., the Senate Health Committee hosts a field hearing titled, Overworked and Undervalued. Is the severe hospital staffing crisis endangering the well-being of patients and nurses? Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Health on the Hill, brought to you by Heart Health Strategies. For more information on this week's healthcare happenings in the administration and on Capitol Hill, you can visit our website at hhs.com and click on the Policy Briefings tab at the top of the page. You can subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts, including the Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Did we miss a story you wanted to hear this week? If so, contact us on Twitter at HHS Policy, and we may include it in our next episode. Have a great week, and stay healthy.